Then, O gods of the Gentiles, 101, Part 3, The Magi. Hello, family. Continuing on the theme we began to look at previously, the no gods of the Gentiles, let's now pivot slightly to briefly look at their kings or monarchies, because this is tightly bound up in their belief systems, family. But before we do that, let's just take a brief moment to praise and lift up the excellent name of Jesus. Because the Elohai, the gods of the heathen, are idols. Yahuwah and Yahuwah alone made the heavens. That's taken from Psalm 96 verse 5 from the Sefer. For there is no God besides our King. And there is no rock like our Yahuwah. There is none as holy as the Lord. 1 Samuel 2.2 Who our forefathers would have called Yahuwah. Let Israel now say Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Okay, so now let's begin. Spiritual mapping on the kings of the Gentiles. So before we look for, get fully into this, let's start by looking at what Solomon, the preacher, said. Because he said, or gave some very strange sounding advice. He said in Proverbs 23 verse 1, When thou sittest to eat with a ruler, consider diligently what is before thee, and put a knife to thy throat, if thou be a man given to appetite. Solomon's words to the wise. This means when you're in a position of accepting anything whatsoever, particularly from a ruler or even government or anyone who is in a position to bless or give something of benefit or value to you. Could be citizenship when you live in a country, could be a job, could be anything at all. He's saying, open your eyes wide, be attentive to truly understand precisely where you are, and what you are really being given. And take the time to ponder what strings may be attached. He then goes on to say, in essence, that if you don't do this, you may as well put a knife to your own throat, particularly if you are a person who just accepts everything at face value. He's saying if you be a man given to appetite. Now this may seem a very harsh and a very heavy, heavy word. But Hoshea 4 verse 6 says, My people are destroyed. For lack of knowledge. So Hoshea 4 verse 6 reminds us that what we don't know or fail to consider can be fatal. As people of God, we are called to be people of knowledge and understanding. Can I get an amen, family? So on this basis, let's now take a closer look and do a little spiritual mapping of the kings or monarchies of the Gentiles. Weather warfare. Now, I'm not interested in being critical or speaking ill of people, and especially of the dead. The word of Yahuwah reminds us that shalt not speak evil of the ruler of the people, in Exodus 22 verse 28. However, it is important for me to say, and for you to understand, a few important things. First off, the kings of the Gentiles are magi, and this is not evil speaking. It is a true and verifiable fact. We have all seen evidences of this over recent days, most notably in the Queen in the Clouds incident that I last posted out about. For those of you who may think, oh, they can't possibly manipulate the elements. The only thing I would say to you is, did you know that there's an environmental modification convention was signed in Geneva in 1977, banning the use of weather warfare and other hostile environmental modification techniques in war? I mean, weather warfare family. 
Whoever knew there was even such a thing? When they say weather warfare, they're more meaning things like cloud seeding to cause rain and uh, kind of floods, that sort of thing. But um, anyway, are we also forewarned in scripture of a man of sin who shall come in the end of days with all deceivableness and lying wonders? 2 Thessalonians 2.8, that if it were possible would even deceive the very elect and that he would then even call down fire from heaven? Need I say more? It is truly time to seek Yahuwah family. Still think we don't need to pray? And that you can just fall out of bed in the morning, rush off to work out of your house without praying and being careful to put on the whole armor of God and rush into your workplace? And there's a lot I could say about the workplace family, but I'll spare you. So who exactly are the Magi? So the root word Magi is where we get words like magician from. So if you recall the three wise men that came to the birth of baby Jesus, we were told that they were kings or magi. So if you recall, they didn't have a revelation from Yahuwah about the birth of the Christ. They consulted the heavens and found his star, a king star, which if Yeshua was 33 and a half years of age at his death on the cross, as we are told that he was, would mean that they would have seen his star rising in the constellation of Virgo, the Virgin, in September. Now this also tells us, as believers, several important things. I mean, did you know that you have a star in the heavenlies and a personal heavens over your own head? So these are some of the things that the Magi inquire into family, which is why what they do is so abhorrent and displeasing to God. However, I'm digressing. The true meaning of the zodiac. If you recall in a previous study we did called Yahuwah's love for Yasharel, and I did attach the link in my post, and there's also a video on that link that actually shows you the whole legend unfolding in the heavens um, of Yahuwah's plan of salvation for Yasharel. Um, so please do take the time to click on that and go and look at that video and also look at the post that's there as well when you have some time. I'm sure it will bless you. So we did a study on biblical, what I called biblical astrology previously, examining the true meaning of the zodiac. Because we learned that the true meanings that Yahuwah originally ordained in the heavens had been corrupted by the Greeks in their mythologies. Now, I must take a moment to say that I am not, absolutely not advocating that we study the stars and constellations for a moment. As believers and people of Yahuwah, we are to stick solely with the Bible. So we saw in that study that the constellations actually tell a wonderful love story and that Yahuwah has actually set out the whole plan of salvation in the heavens for Yasharel and that the constellation of Virgo actually represents Yasharel or Israel. So Yahuwah ordained the heavens to speak and we can look at what Yahuwah says about the constellations by the mouth of his servant David the psalmist in Psalm 19 verses 1 to 4 where he says, the heavens declare the glory of Yahuwah, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line is gone out through all the earth, and their words, that is the words of the heavens, to the end of the world. Isn't that wonderful, family? So the Magi are usually astrologers and or prognosticators. And they are also avid consultors of such. 
So if you recall, it was Balak, the king of Moab, who hired Balaam, the son of Beor, to curse our forefathers, Israel, as they were journeying into their promised land. Now, Balaam's brother Bela, who had similar gifts, was actually the first king to reign over Edom in Bozrah of Mount Seir, long before any king ever reigned over Israel. Also, we are told that the wise men, or the three kings, who came a long journey, or a long way, journeying from the east, following Yeshua's star, to come and worship him, um, were also, we're told that they were also, they were magi, or they were, they were astrologers. So these were not righteous kings' family. They were magi. So we're told directly that they were astrologers and prognosticators. So a prognosticator is someone who foretells the future, including through the practice of divination, which Yeshua absolutely hates. The Magi are the wizards. And there's so much I could say here, but what I'm going to point out is the fact that they even poke fun at our ignorance family through their tell-a-vision programming through Hollywood. Does no one remember The Wizard of Oz, the movie called The Wizard of Oz? And this movie, I think, comes on every Christmas and has been coming on every Christmas for about the past 30, 40 years. Uh, in the UK anyway, certainly. So in The Wizard of Oz, the wizard effectively is running the whole land of Oz from behind a veil or a curtain. And this is a reality we may not like to face. But we now need to confront, as is now becoming so obvious. But at least we will know how to pray. This problem is further exacerbated by the fact that Christians, due to all the corruption in public life, have largely checked out of secular society and retreated into their churches. And this is further made worse by the fact that many churches are so compromised and so much like the world as have now made themselves absolutely complete, well, almost completely irrelevant to the culture just when they are needed most. Oh dear. So what do the Magi do? Again, a lot I could say here, but I'm going to hone in on the fact that they align key events to the constellations um, to create delusion, including through lies. Some actually would call this the matrix, the actual delusion they create. They would call that the matrix. And also, furthermore, if you watch carefully, you'll notice they do certain events on specific days aligned to the constellations. And they also use things like gematria, that is using mathematics to compute numerical values of words or dates to convey or attach hidden meanings to events. A recent example, someone actually pointed out, for instance, with the passing of the late Queen in the UK, that if you look at the date of her funeral, which we all know was the 19th of September or the 19th of the 9th, 2022, if you add all those numbers together, so if you add the 19 plus 9 plus 20 plus 22, it equals 70 for her 70-year reign. That's, of course, if you believe the matrix that the Queen actually reigned for 70 years. But uh, I may leave that one there. But I'm sure if you would probably, if you would, um, I'm sure you'd probably find about a minimum of two lots of 70 if you search through all the dates and numbers associated with her passing in their bid to prove that her reign was divinely ordained. A dangerous blasphemy indeed. So why are they doing this? Because they are trying to emulate Yahuwah and to act, act like God. For instance, if you recall in Genesis 41 verse 32, when Joseph told Pharaoh the interpretation of his dream, he told him, 
and for that the dream was doubled under Pharaoh twice, it is because the thing is established by God, and God will shortly bring it to pass. So this effectively is the principle they are seeking to emulate or to use. Magi and the God Complex Furthermore, Magi usually consider themselves to be gods, as did Pharaoh. A secular psychologist would actually say they have a God Complex. That's right, family. The ancient Egyptians, as do even many in some modern nations today that have monarchies, actually worshipped the Pharaoh. And as I say, many in modern nations today that have monarchies actually worship their king or their queen, believe it or not. It's important to also realise that many of the ceremonies associated with the reverence of kings are also subtle satanic rituals. So when you understand all of that, you now understand why it displeased Yahuwah so greatly that our forefathers, Israel, asked for a king. Head of the church. That's right, family. You'd be amazed to know how far they go. So it's part of their, I guess, attempt to secure their hegemony, they think, forever. But really, you can see that at the core of their belief, they're actually worshipping themselves. So the roles of these families also, as the head of the churches in their respective nations, also becomes more clear, taking on another more disturbing dimension for those who worship in their establishments. However, I really do have to denounce this particular office as a blasphemy, because the head of the church is Christ, and Christ alone. No man, and also a monarch, cannot possibly be or take assume God's position as the head of his own church the head of any church of Christ anyway. In addition to which, as you can see, they make no distinction between the holy and the profane. So more importantly, how is it even possible to even mix astrology, which the Lord has deemed to be wickedness, with Yahuwah and righteousness, as Magi have always done? Hence their churches are usually also Masonic, and they would tell you, that there's absolutely no incompatibility between their churches and masonry. But, you know, the word of God reproves them on that front because James 3 verse 11 says, Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? 1 Corinthians 10 verse 21 makes it, or says it more strongly. It says, You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. The Magi are those that join field to field to stand alone in the earth. And if you look at Isaiah 5.8, you can see what Yahuwah has said and the judgment he's pronounced against those that do such things, that join field to field to stand alone in the earth. So please uh, take a look at that when you have time. However, what I will say is that usually connected with Magi is catastrophic bloodshed, usually of the innocents. And there are several reasons for this. I'm not going to get into the reasons for that, for this here. However, what I will say is that if you recall, as a result of the visit of these wise men, these magi who came to the birth of baby Jesus, Mary and Joseph had to flee with baby Jesus into Egypt to escape another wicked ruler, Herod, who then ordered the murder of all babies and children of three years and under. And we see that account in Matthew 2.18. You'll see this is no less true, unfortunately, of Magi today, as they're satisfied with anything but global domination. They need wars and strategies, including covertly, through both their governments and militaries, 
particularly against specific targeted groups, many of which are not aware that they're being targeted, unfortunately. But the aim, anyway, being to put the whole world and all of its peoples under their feet. As a result of these activities, we live in a world of unceasing global wars. And I attach at the top of my post, as you'll see, just a small sample of some of the wars waged directly by Britain under the reign of the recent Queen. There were other wars in which they had involvement, such as the Biafran War, for instance, uh, was, which was actually a war against Ibo, um, who are actually our people, or Yashrael, or Israelites, in which over a million people died. And that was a war that wasn't fought directly by Britain, um, but it was supported, very heavily supported by Britain. So those sorts of wars aren't listed there. Otherwise, the list will probably be three times as long. Um, so really, we've only barely scratched the surface, family. As I say, this, this was a 101 post, just give basic detail and outline, I guess, to level set everyone's understanding as to what the Magi truly are and who they are and what they do. So I hope that's been informative. So we'll come to look at what Yahuwah calls the tabernacles of Edom. Because the Lord calls a nation called Edom a tabernacle, as we'll see in Psalm 83, verse 6. And there are only two nations really in the whole world, in the history of the world, that are referred to in these sorts of terms. The tabernacles of Edom and another people's called the synagogues of Satan. And that's they're outlined in Revelation 3, 9. So I will end where I started, with Solomon's words to the wise. When thou sittest to eat with a ruler, consider diligently what is set before thee, and put a knife to thy throat if thou be a man given to appetite. Verse 3 goes on to say, Be not desirous of his dainties, for they are deceitful meat. Labour not to be rich, seize from thine own wisdom. Proverbs 23 verse 1. And the reason this is important at all is because many Christians are praying and fasting and doing warfare prayers and just everything they can possibly do to be prospered in this system. And the current system is very much an evil system as far as Yahuwah is concerned. And it's a system that he is coming to both judge and to destroy. So we really may have to reevaluate, really, some of the mindsets that we have. Really. So that's why I wanted to point this out and to look a bit in a bit more detail, a bit more closely at these systems. So I hope that's been informative. We will continue to expound on the area and uh, continue to give the reasons as to why we need to continue to, uh, to, to be knowledgeable and to be aware of what is actually going on in our world. And I hope that's been a blessing, family. So love, family. So we are the repairers of the breach. Hashtag, we will restore his paths. This post was given on the 24th of September, 2022, or the 29th of Ethanim, or Tishrei. Love family. Till next time. Bye-bye.